0: involved episode that we've ever done, it's our Portland issue, think Portlandia in podcast form, think news updates in electronic music style, think adventure, think travel, and more, we have a trip deep into the American psyche, where I play board games with black metal fans, and then go to a Black Lives Matter protest at Portland City Hall, where protesters got maced, just beetle-looking. Plus, I see ambient music producers at work ahead the Pacific Ocean as the remnants of the typhoon blows in. This is a frequency horizon. let's start it off with an athlete title track by Renny LeVice. Come on, Portland. it on the same subject as we will all night, but let's remember the roots of America. We're talking Beretta Midler, a song called Portland, Oregon, 2004. Happy drum bass all the time. Stick around because there'll be more electronic music to come. Some original stuff too. No! Canadian Thanksgiving. After squeezing in two surfs in a single day, I headed south, plunging into the abyss of the American Pacific Northwest at a critical moment in its history. election season had hit a fever pitch as the grotesque Trump versus Clinton spectacle started to reach the boiling point. Over the next few days, I would come up against dozens of police and ride gear meet some amazing electronic music producers and watch the remnants of a typhoon hit the coast. I found a country deeply divided, experiencing a severe identity crisis, wrestling with too often suppressed subjects like sexual norms and deep-seated racism. I floated into Portland, Oregon one of the first people I met was a 23-year-old youth experiencing their own personal transformation. It's called the Frequency Horizon, what's your name? Autumn Storm. Autumn Storm, yeah. Did you just make that up with the no, get or No, that's me, I...
1: that's me. Oh really, cool. I became
0: the persona, but it's a religious transitional. On the downtown streets, amid the buskers and play street fighting, I into Autumn Storm, who not long ago embraced a new gender identity, transitioning from male to female at 19 years of age recently did you come up with this? Uh,
1: well, it was something my mother had for me since I was born, But I received it when I was about 19,
0: when I transitioned from male to female. So you're really coming to your own in this time of the season, aren't you?
1: More or less, yeah.
0: Pink! Yeah. Great yeah. on, man. Thanks. So, I mean, do you always wear autumn-type colors? i uh, no, or is it just I'm very
1: seasonal. Like, in April, I become April, <laughs> it's my birthday. I like kind of cocoon out too. a bit, or like, so go through you? the chrysalis and the butterfly. Well, yeah. yeah. you can get injected oh. with marijuana, <laughs> No. Oh,
0: I thought it was a fitting entrance point to what the United States as a whole is experiencing. Unable to escape the truth of where it is now, wondering what it will become.
1: So anyways,
0: um, I've become like April Showers. It's my
1: birthday. And with the procession of my cusp of Pisces and Aries, I go through this weird thing where I like go back within myself, and, um, and you know that's very bright, and colorful, like you know, pinks, yellows, purples. Um, but then you know uh, August sun comes and I starts like brown out, and then Autumn Storm really makes her appearance before I like go back into the death of winter with all blacks. Do you have a name for the death of winter that like, where you can come in? it's Autumn Storm. Um, so, Dali Fairstrom uh, is the one that
0: keeps to herself. <laughs>
2: Oh, right. fair enough,
0: right. of course, as as you would of course, right? right? Now, uh, people are going to be listening on the, on the radio or on the mm-hmm. podcast, so they can't see what you're, you're adorned in, can you please describe it for me, the pieces
1: that oh, you have? Yeah. So it's a very simple um, combination of things coming from my own roots in my um, uh, roots that I'm beginning to rediscover, it's mostly natural fibers. Um, mostly silks, wools, and linens in various years. combinations Biatch. with uh, a brown, oh, black, um, <laughs> 15. it's very much a, a black tartan skirt with a silk, red silk, Shut smoking up. robe on top Watch of a number of um, silk and leather vests, very like Celtic, sort of Irish, um, uh, oh, like 19, please. 19. You ain't gonna
2: touch me. Uh, you know, Beat Victorian your ass right here right now.
0: Renaissance Stop. that we experienced in certain you parts. You would you say this is more uh, no, a reaction to a the bitch. current political climate or would you say it's more creating your own thing and completely in absence of God?
1: Um, you wouldn't even be able I am, to of course, shaped up. by the container of my okay. society and culture. Yeah. However, my own ah! position within ah! this culture no! has been systematically no, destroyed. No, for thousands of years and so coming back into this role as bradache or two-spirit or third gender I find myself um, frequently being adorned in clothing by the society who seems to be dressing me in response to what they need themselves. Everything here is gifted to me, given to me. Um, None of it is necessarily my own choice. It is all um, dictated to me by my patrons.
0: Do have any final thoughts from uh, our West Coast Canadian? Uh, oh, listeners. dude,
1: West Coast is where it's at. Like, you know, Philadelphia you can go eat a twist. Like, I love it out here in Portland. I'm happy to see Seattle soon. You know, it's my house in the middle of the street. You know, it's my house in the middle of the street, and you're all invited to my party. So, give me a big
0: swing. A fitting send up to the Pacific Northwest. And someone rolling through its auspices as I did nice to meet autumn maybe we will hear from autumn again this season the next season but for now we we'll carry on with our show playing an artist called washed out the song is all I know now washed out of course you may recognize as having the theme song a the different song and can put around you that kind of chilliness sort and of feel dreaming of putting back on you this is another worst oh, I know Mexico. Thanks for checking out the Frequency Horizon, shout out to Bernardo De La Torre, stick around because there's plenty more musical action to come and we're even going to head to the coast and watch the remnants of a typhoon roll in. As a passionate lover of the printed word, I headed to the one of a kind Powell's Books, basically heaven for writers, fans of zines. And fictionistas. There, nicotine author Nell Zink, a Germany based American, was in the middle of a book reading. Well, there are a couple
3: things. One is that if you live in Europe for long enough, after a while, you really begin to think in terms of that distinction between the old and new world. If you're you're over in Europe looking uh, west, the U.S. looks more like Brazil than it looks like France. It just does. This this is a place where development has been very recent. They just chopped down all the forests. They just killed all the Mm -hmm. indigenous people. They just started building big box stores. This is all very new.
0: Answering a question about the difference between the continents, she took a moment to skewer the U.S. treatment of its most vulnerable.
3: The natural world is um, very, very distinct in the two different regions because you've had human beings working the land, doing things to the land, cutting down trees, um, burning stuff, in, in Europe for millennia, and in the U.S. it's a very recent thing, so that you get these pockets of, of uh, real, uh, authentic, natural beauty that's still rather, um, you know, sort of the way it has been since the last ice age. You notice that this is a former colony. It, it, it looks like a colony from the perspective of Europe. And of course, uh, living in a functioning welfare state really makes you notice the contrast to the the absolute cruelty of American society, the scandalously high incarceration rate, the death penalty. I mean, that's more things that make it seem like it's not quite civilization over here, honestly. I mean, that, that, that incarceration rate and the death penalty is like, Uh, But, you know, I'm as American as I could possibly be, probably, you know, I I got that, that sort of individualism.
0: And I would have a chance, didn't know it then, to check that out, as far as the way some of those communities felt about the police in our city portland but for now we're gonna drift along in the strains of marabou state up through sunday because portland's pretty blue gray city if that's how i've seen You know, it's on Vancouver Island, and uh, right after Bernie like <laughs> conceded the loss or whatever, he started. That's when you started seeing the Bernie or bus fans show up, because they're like, oh, you know, I was Bernie or bus from the beginning,
4: dude. Like
2: I was like, no, I was like him all the way, dude. And then when yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. He let he let you down, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. I don't know if he let me down. It's the you uh, the democratic process <laughs> yeah. I went to
0: Shambhala and, uh, You went to Shambala? You went to Shambala? This year. How was it? I missed it this year. Okay. Oh yeah? Where what who did what was your favorite artist you saw this time?
2: And that's why they're sticking with it. But for them to be saying that Josh Pant.
0: he said this a little
4: I never even heard of it. I do it. You're just lying to yourself. Just admit to yourself you like low taxes. You like the idea that he's gonna pretend to care about your abortion issue, even though Republicans swindle their voter base into that all the time and they have for decades. And stick with them for those reasons. But be honest about it. Don't yeah. say that you truly you've met okay, the man. You met the guy yes. who
5: said there there he's a change man. is a good man. Then yeah. basically you're taking the argument. I'm going to vote for the the lesser of two really bad evils. So so Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: After engaging in some random street combos, I was invited to play a game of Munchkin with some serious black metal fans. We dabbled in on the spot podcasting, shared our views on topical issues, and joked around.
4: Oklahoma just made it illegal for women to, what was
2: it, have abortions. Yeah, that has been
4: like just like in the past, like Indiana. Indiana started days. that. Shit. that shit. Uh, uh, that's the know? vice president
2: for. Uh, I I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm actually proud of my uh, my my, uh, my being from Poland, Poland. Poland because they because like the because they almost stop they almost like stop allowing abortions but then they're like. After Donald Trump, they were like everybody regrets something sometimes. Yep. <laughs> I haven't listened to this so
0: long. I couldn't help but draw parallels between the caricatured monsters in the board game, the griminess of the US election, and the dark imagery of Scandinavian metal musicians. That's why I decided to call this segment Black Metal Matters. General
2: conversation. Casual conversation with somebody.
0: Yeah, I used to work for newspapers, hey, like for like three years, and with that, it's very important to you know be on the scene or get this or that. With with radio, you have to have audio clips. You know, you could have all the information, but if you don't have actual like audio segments to back it up, you right. don't have anything. There's no proof. There's nothing. You know.
2: Yeah, I took I took a few courses like that when I was in college. And it was all about, uh, more, more video, but it was uh, a similar state. Where did you study? I went to Purdue. Is that in Illinois? It's in Indiana. Indiana? Yeah, I'm from San Diego, but I went to, uh, uh sacrificed everything I knew and loved to go be an uncle and finished college in Indiana. That's how I know. Where in Indiana? So Mike Pence, the vice president for Donald Trump, governor of Indiana. Enjoyed chatting with him? Complete piece of shit. It's like the most conservative place you can live in the United States. And I moved from super liberal, Ultra I was gonna say I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say it was you're like your uncle or something. Just no, <laughs> I went out there to be an uncle. Like, yeah, 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 To be there for my sister while she had kids and like be around. And oh, that's sweet. Be a part of their life. Like, it was great. I just I'm so pissed that they have to live in such a place. Yeah, like, but they <laughs> like it. The Indianans love it. It's safe. Honestly, it's safe like, and it's secure. It's just it's sort of like it really racist like, and bigoted. A little bit, little a bit lot, for sure, a lot of it, yeah. a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I've been to uh, I've been to Indiana for sure. Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah. That's where my uh, that's where my grandparents live. Believe it or not. No, sh- yeah. Sh- yeah. Like uh, what part? Kind of by Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne? Oh okay. uh, yeah. Area Warsaw. East. Yeah. It's yeah. so, yeah. like central. It's like three hours from Chicago, right? I liked the I like going to the dunes, man. That was before I lived on the west coast of Canada. Mm -hmm. And I loved seeing the open, like, looks like an ocean, right? Right. I don't, I guess everyone just kind of likes likes the ocean. But for me, it was like, I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, I don't know why I was always like, oh, that would be sweet to surf here. Like, I don't know why that was a thing that I was always like, kind of like, wanted to figure out or enamored with. And like,
2: I don't know. It's just like a vast body of water is fascinating. Like, it's the end of the horizon. Like you can't quantify it in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, and the Great Lakes, like the Great Lakes, kind of accomplish that, at least perceptually. I mean, I certainly remember like when
0: we went on family trips through. Like one time, we went through the Michigan side, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the Indiana side, right? And or sorry, the Illinois side. Yeah, um, there's yeah. And we saw people. Illinois, Michigan. We saw people it was like super windy or whatever i guess the right conditions and i remember seeing people surfing
2: right and they're huge wetsuits like full body of course
0: yeah um but also like in retrospect i remember how big the waves were and at the time i I had no idea i was like oh this is sick waves or looking back it's like those are they were terrible five foot not not even it was like like, three and a half maybe yeah you get some wind out there like yeah yeah. No, but that particular day, right? It's probably one of those days where when they looked at the forecast, they're like, "Well, if everything goes right, maybe it'll
6: be four. But and they feet." They're cresting so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's
2: perception, though. I mean, that's people making the best out of what they have. Is there a side B to this record? Oh yeah. Um. This is actually side. It's probably gonna be side B.
0: What are we listening to? Uh,
2: this is Watain. Watain. Yeah. I get a lot of really gnarly records. Like a Norwegian kind of act or what? Yeah, I listen to Scandi black metal. Like all the time? <laughs> like the fact that this guy's wearing a death shirt in my house kind of offends me <laughs> <laughs> so, slightly. Death is great. <laughs> sure, buddy.
6: Whatever you say, yeah. Which means you can't be helpful. We
1: have
7: to roll a die to so
6: so run away or ask someone for help. And only one person can help him. But if you have a card that can over over, then you can feel free to use it at any time. Okay.
4: So, so it's I can,
2: like I can help him or I love you know. so like you have so I can, uh, Tim they have cards that say like plus 10 to a monster. You can just throw that out there while Tim's
3: battling it and okay. that monster's now thirty. So, so that's where, he's like where
2: all my adjective cards are coming from. Adjective can, cards? Yeah, like like benefit other people.
6: It can benefit you, or it can benefit other people. So if right. you're an over stick mess, then you can- Like,
2: I have, have cards yourself. where it's like, you're a level 16, whatever. No, that's a monster. So that's something you're fighting. They have these other cards that are like, plus three. Yeah, those so ring if, if you fortune. read the
6: bottom of those, if it says it's a like a one-handed weapon, or if it's a armor of some type, or a ring. you can use those now. Yeah. Those what are if they guys. all say- like Tim's wearing headgear and go he's up, got up a up, large one. weapon. You can use those when
8: it's your turn to level up. Yeah. Okay.
6: Okay.
0: Alright. So they both got five. You guys
2: got one against each other. Go yeah. again. Uh, let's see. Oh! Six. Three. Two. <laughs> Times two.
6: Uh, And then we'll just go counterclockwise. So you can kick the door first off. So you pull up one of these door cards. I want a door card, yeah. So it's
2: a level 10. It says, yeah, level 10.
0: me bleed. so a few minutes ago you heard them switch a record, that record was Watain. Just in case you're wondering, you know, what they sound like, this is what they sound like. And I, I couldn't help but sort of just think how heavy everyone in those states is really getting these days with sort of, think of how vile things have gotten. You know, and, and how much the the layers of insincerity have been stripped back, but maybe not in a good way. People aren't veering from what they believe in. They're kind of just going headlong into what they've always done or what's in their interest. And that was so clear to me. There's some serious problems that I came across when I was in Portland, just hearing about the, the gun violence, you know, it's shoot, shootings all the time, in fact I met a guy that goes to the gun range so he can train just in case something else goes down at the club he works at. That's right, he's already seen a shooting there. shooting at basically point blank range this individual actually missed multiple times sort of interesting as are the rituals contained in this song sticking around for our foray into the black metal, Norwegian metal, or Scandinavian metal genre. I don't know, I think it's time for a palate cleanser, don't you? Here we have Technomatic, the evening loop, but this is the E Remix. Closie that's, an and I was, uh, I was tipped off to a couple times when I was in Portland. Not a Portland artist, but certainly one that deserves your attention. Take a listen to this track, let me know what you think. Rotor blades and threats of possible violent police retaliation blaring over loudspeakers provided the musical score to the mostly peaceful Black Lives Matter protest at Portland City Hall Wednesday, October 11, 2016. The protest was about a new police contract signed at the City Hall and resulted in nine arrests. Officers used pepper spray on several participants, and organizers claimed police broke the arm of at least one. Portland Police Department released a statement saying one officer was injured during the course of the massive mobilization of police resources. Coming from Canada, the cultural contract was stark. The militarized atmosphere was jarring. America is not in the healthiest of places, but it's something everyone seems to be struggling with.
6: It's real hard to not make Portland another Baltimore or Charlotte or Ferguson when they've beaten the sh** out of us.
9: As a mom, it's really, of a brown son, it's really hard to figure out how to explain to him who the police are
10: and for him in his life. Like, I haven't figured that out yet.
1: fennel. Uh, what's it? It uh, tastes like uh, licorice. I don't like licorice, man, but thanks. Appreciate it. It's uh, vegetable what's licorice. You know? uh, Black Lives Matter, they had a city hall protest. Um, the cops got a raise today, and it was a closed meeting. Oh. So Black Lives Matter protest against uh, What
0: does that have to do with Black Lives Matter, do you know?
1: Did Just they got a police? raise? They got a raise?
4: Uh police got a raise today. What does that have to do with black Behind closed right? doors, there was no, there was no say in it by the people. Why, why, <laughs> why do, do you say one that? One bit of good?
2: Because
0: huh? yeah, they already made the decision, or what?
4: They probably already did. Yeah. For the better.
0: Oh, for they got a raise, right? That's what happened. They need more cops. Yeah. Well,
4: There's a lot of cops. It's a lot of cops, right? You know, you know, some of these cops are retiring. They're going to other agencies because they get paid higher. Does
10: this happen all the time? No. No. <laughs> what
4: I don't know. I think it's probably, it looks like a Black Lives Matter protest. <laughs> but we, don't, we haven't had any, um, as far as I know, there haven't been a lot of altercations in Portland. It seems
0: a bit a heavy presence.
4: Freedom of speech. <laughs>
5: 911. Nine nine yeah, fine. get somebody it.
0: Dude. Can I ask what happened, man?
6: Pepper sprayed again. Oh, what do you mean again? No! I got pepper sprayed twice. Today? Yeah. Someone else, my face hurts a little bit. Yeah, for sure. A little okay. cranky right now, too. Sorry. No,
0: no, I just told what happened. To you for sure. Something. Yeah, pepper sprayed. Yeah. Did you instigate it or did he? No. Stuff? No. I, oh, I really? Don't run out
7: That's cool, and I want
9: someone to be able to walk you home, okay? There's a guy with a broken arm, I think, down there that might need one. Although A
0: broken arm? Okay.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Did it happen today? Just now. There's the guy right there was like walking back. To so he might need to
1: so be you know what, like what caused it?
9: Uh, other than a cop, I didn't see what happened.
0: To have uh, your child
9: here with you. I mean, we're being pretty cautious. Like we're I'm not we're not being provocative. Like we're we're not pushing the limits too much. Uh, and he's been to Black Lives Matter marches. You fire. I'm just as a mom, it's really of a brown son. It's really hard to figure out how to explain to him who the police are. I haven't figured that out yet, it's very confusing. I'm Kate, this is Tupac. Tupac? I wasn't the one which got beat
0: up. What's
9: that? I was not the one which got beat up the plan was seriously to go in there. People signed up to give their legitimate testimony and then weren't allowed to go in and give their testimony even when they had their ticket and their name was called to be taken upstairs to testify. They weren't letting people up there. And so no one was doing anything outside the rules, explicitly. And so when people were in there trying to fit their testimony within the rules, and then stuff like this happens, like, how do you explain that to a kid? Like, yeah. how do you explain, you, these people should make you feel safe? How do you explain these people work for us? Like, how do you explain that?
0: The one thing I don't understand is what, um, like, a raise in the police salary has to do with, like, racial issues, because this is a Black Lives Matter protest.
9: Well, they're not just voting on the salaries. They're voting on the entire four-year contract So it has all... I mean it covers it's the new union contract, so it covers way more things than just salary. And there's been there been recommendations that have been put forth, and and they've been slapped by the DOJ for their practices. Um, but there's the independent like review, citizens' review of the police. There are community organizations and coalitions that have gotten together and had a talk with the city councilors and the and the chief of police and all of them about recommendations for how to have more effective police and, and mend the None of those recommendations were put in the contract. It was the same old, keep doing what you're doing, that's great boys, and here's ten
6: dialogue with police officers. We asked them if we could get to know them, have them get to know us, just so like we could create some sort of trust, you know, let them know that we're real human beings so they can treat us like such. And then Charlie Charlie Hales, our wonderful mayor, gave, us, uh, gave an order to the police to remove us from the building without telling us. They just formed a line and then threw us. I got thrown down a staircase, a cop stomped on my head and knocked me out. I had to be carried out unconscious. They maced people while they were trying to get me out. They maced, like, 11 people. They broke some guy's arm over here and maced him.
3: They knocked someone out, too.
6: They knocked me out. You became unconscious oh, yeah. at one point? I was carried out on somebody's shoulders.
9: The do is they standing right here in this street? We moved up that street. We'll be blocking traffic from that way and this way.
6: I don't know for sure. No, don't put it in a, a floor because then they can box you in. All yeah. yeah, I'm, not, I'm talking. Hall, yeah, so they the basically beat us out of the building, and then uh, asked to arrest or, or put um, they, they put an arrest out arrest order out on me. Um, I did. My person, I have two personal security that were arrested. Um, they're also personal friends of mine. Um, several other people were arrested. Lots of people were injured. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let medical personnel come over and treat us. So we have people with a broken arm and people who can't see, people who are beaten, and they wouldn't let, they wouldn't let paramedics over to come treat us. And they wonder why no one wants to be a cop anymore because you brutalize. How many people would you say were participating in the protest today? Um, it started out maybe 30, 50, 40, something like that inside. Um, I mean now we, I don't know, how many people are out here that are actually with us, or people that are just standing here. I don't know. Any, any idea how
0: many cops were involved in this? How many police officers? Um, I, I want to say probably forty.
6: Yeah, I counted forty-five
0: you, on the riot. <laughs> said the same yeah. thing. And they at the end of the that? day, what was it that you guys were protesting? So it was in, in regards to a uh, pay raise, or was it a, a broader By
6: package I that you were trying to protest? It was a collective bargaining agreement for a medic when okay. I walked up, yeah. with one of the medics. Like, yeah. I have to go to the hospital yeah. when I'm done. with
11: And I think you should tell
8: the hospital what they did to you so you can get a medical so You can yeah. It's
6: great. I
5: mean,
8: I love have a hist- a yeah. Part of it, too,
5: I Have documentation
0: Of the day, I guess it was just the idea that you guys and I guess Black Lives Matter as well aren't happy about being shut out of the discussions about where the enforcement of our communities are headed. Is that right? That's what
6: it started as. Now we're unhappy because they f- beat the f- out of us. Yeah, they arrested people trying to protect us. How does it feel to be able to be a leader in a situation? You know, normally this do good, but when you it doesn't matter if you're a leader or just another person that's on the sidelines or whatever. They, if you're standing with us, they will do whatever they want cool, to you right? like, and no one's gonna speak about it. You got all these people sitting around watching like it's entertainment. You got people laughing. Like it's funny what they do to us. Yeah. You know? If they would do what they're actually sworn in to do, protect and serve. I will see you next time. Not brutalize and oppress, not murder and injure, They swore to protect and serve us, and they beat the hell out of us.
0: What does this tell you about the future of where your movement is
6: headed? Charlie has personally asked me to do everything I can to make sure that like, we stay peaceful and stuff. It's real hard to stay peaceful when they beat beaten the shit out of us, though. It's real hard to not make Portland another Baltimore or Charlie or Ferguson when they've this the shit out of us. Oh God, I had fight, hey, I've, I've been out all to all a few right? uh,
0: for a handful of functions.
6: I never brought my camera before, oh,
0: so, so know, this is my first time doing it. Nice shotgun mic, you'll get some good sound,
6: right? And if anything does happen, then you're, you'll be do- there'll be a document, right? Yeah, so I think after that. Yeah we'll see how I piece it together, or if I if I really do. But you know, I want you, to, you know the photography at the very least is what I'm doing right now. And then go from there, see what else I can. I'm obviously going to try to capture something. Uh, I'm at the very least it probably would be on Facebook, I'm trying to expose it in, in, in the biggest spotlight as possible. So yeah, social media right now. It's a, seri- it's, it's, it's a serious issue. It's a real issue. Right? Um, it's as simple as that. The contract that's about to happen, or I don't know what's going to happen. But It's scary too. It's a national issue. It's a societal issue. I mean, it's, it's a systemic institutionalized situation that's scary.
4: I'm just an American, but right now it's illegal to breathe in America without the proper documentation. Well, I, I think the protest was over a, a contract for the police, so there was some talks and people wanted to to voice their opinions on that. And so that started, I think, last week, a week ago, and it was continuing today inside where they were going to vote for it. And uh, I guess they pepper sprayed people inside. City Hall and, and threw them out on the street, rough some people up, and so now there's a protest here. And the riot police keep coming out and arresting one or two people and then going back and then coming back out. So, Do you think it's important to come on to events like this? I mean. I don't know. I don't know how. You, how do you make change without it? You know, you think that you know there was a chance for people to be in City Hall and talk about it, and then they didn't want to talk anymore, so now they have this.
0: We're supposed to espouse certain ideals here on the West Coast, and I think he probably agree with that too. But how do you think this kind of shows whether we've been successful at that or not?
4: I, I don't really know. I mean, hopefully eventually the guys behind the masks get, get tired of the violence because they're the ones being violent, but you know, I don't know. Stormtroopers do what they're told. I was in Harney County in January. Well, there there was uh, you know a ranching family called the Hammonds, Dwight and Stephen Hammond, um, got tried under a terrorist statute for burning grass. You know, served a sentence and then got... Five years more added to the sentence that they already served, or do the balance of five years, and it, it was for burning grass. There's there's 10,776 square miles of you know high desert wilderness, and they got charged as terrorists for accidentally burning 127 acres of it that was actually their grazing allotment. So the grass belongs. It's interesting that the tactics that the government use, they you know—they can do a civil eviction through the courts, but that would have invited um, questions about the ownership of the land that the government doesn't really want to answer. So instead, they fabricate a, a story and you know kill people and arrest a bunch of people.
0: You were in a situation where things did become lethal. What did, What was that like?
4: I wasn't actually at the situation where, where it became lethal, but, but, you know, I watched it. You know, you understand the tactics. That's dressed for lethal combat. I mean, that guy's dressed for combat. There's nobody else here dressed for combat. You know, what they labeled folks as is armed militants take over something. Well, this is armed militants take over City Hall. It's not hard to tell who the armed militants are, and they're, it's usually always easy to tell who the armed are. So so, armed militants take over City Hall. <laughs>
9: you know, we're really progressive. Oregon has the second highest, maybe now the highest, but second highest minimum wage in the country. We don't have a sales tax because we find it regressive, and so there are all these other things, right? You know, we're super environmentalists out here. We love our trees. But we have this false identity of being, like, diverse and inclusive and, like, welcoming and having this culture of justice and equality, and recently we, the city as a whole, has has had face that the way we perceive ourselves is not actually the experience of a lot of people who live in Portland. And this is in the middle of this gentrification boom that has just stripped the city of all of its available affordable housing. People are looking at 40% rent increases, 60% rent increases. They're being evicted for no reason and pushed out of town. I mean, there's so much tension in the city right now. It's sort of thrown, called into question that entire identity of being inclusive and It's painful. The city's going through pain. It's growing pain. What do we do? I don't know. I think think our whole country is in an identity crisis right now. I think this whole country is to some degree in an identity crisis. And this election is making everyone like certifiably crazy. Like people are are nuts. It's making everyone nuts. Like long term friendships are being torn. Apart, families are being torn apart, like just everyone is so fucking dense that, yeah, I think, or maybe the election is just a symptom of the fact that we're in an identity crisis and it's just the symptom that everyone's focused on right now. But
0: yeah, yeah,
9: we're in trouble. That's what I'll tell Canada. I'll be like, don't do what we're fucking doing because we're in trouble. Uh, (laughs) We're having an an identity crisis,
0: yeah, and
9: people are getting getting killed as a result.
0: Connected to Black Lives Matter or what's it
7: what's Um a It's a Black Lives Matter movement, but you know I like to think of Black Lives Matter as more of a value than a than an institution. So we are a group that supports the value of Black Lives
0: Matter. Okay, all right, for sure. And you, are you the main organizing force out here today? I am um,
7: one of three yeah. main organizers. Like I mean, your
0: organization. Yeah. What? Is there other organizations no. that are behind this as well that I should know? About? Um,
7: not not of this action.
0: There's a lot of organizations
7: that have been supporting what we've been doing, but this was a Don't Shoot Portland action. What is it
0: specifically that you're protesting?
7: Um, we were trying to stop the police contract from going through. Um, that was fast-tracked too. There's no accountability um, from the police for the public to have in order for us to terminate bad officers. Um, there's bad body camera policies in it. And really the main complaint is the process in which this was done. And we've been shut out of City Hall for the past month just trying to talk to the mayor and get our opinions heard on this contract.
0: What do you think this contrast represents more broadly as far as you know, police protection? Well, the thing is,
7: their, their argument is that we have a shortage in police, which is funny because crime is down across the board. We have lost 81 police officers in the past fiscal year. And their argument is we need to get more officers and thus we need to make this a very attractive place for police to come work. Um, to make this an attractive place for, for police to come work pretty attractive if you have no accountability to the public, and if you can do things like what they're doing tonight. It seems like a pretty good place to be a police officer. And
0: what would you say the connection is to racial issues? Because, you know, it is. I see a lot of Black Lives Matters voices yes. out here.
7: Um, so, it's, uh, you know, it's it, in our city, contact rates with black people are incredibly disproportionate, even more than Ferguson, um, meaning that black people are, have contact with the police way more than white people. Arrests are also uh, way bigger, and we are definitely uh, overrepresented in our jails um, so it is black people that have the most to lose when you have no accountability from the police but really this is a community issue and I think that it's important for everybody that black lives are valued and it's better for the entire community for that and it's also um, you know it could be anybody that's getting uh, hit and most of the people that have been arrested today were white most of the people that I've seen get their face beaten were white um, so you know this is the kind of thing that we're trying to fight for just more accountability and What
0: would you say happened today when you went to make your voices heard? Uh, we were
7: in City Hall, they kicked us out, They uh, and we've uh, complied with their order. I've been telling people to comply with lawful orders all day, as I always do, and we are entirely peaceful, and instead uh, and they just start beating us instead of letting us uh, have ample time to go inside. It's a big lobby and a small uh, doorway, so you have to funnel in. They're coming in with a line pushing us in, moving faster than we can move to get out. We have people with wheelchairs, kids, elderly people, but we are complying with their order, Trying to get out peacefully, and then they just start beating on us. So this is what happens when that when you start beating on us. This is the response that
0: happens. Yeah, and uh, would you say that it was instigated by by the police, or what was the actual thing? Yeah, we were entirely peaceful inside. Right. What happened was the mayor was pissed off
7: that we were protesting and that we were trying to have our voices heard, and so he gave the order to have us removed from City Hall. Um, did you
0: then, hear that order? Or what? Did you hear that order? No,
7: I no. We like, never heard no, that order. We heard right when the police were starting to move on us that that's the order, yeah, but it's the graph- mayor. We're actually the only city in the country where uh, mm-hmm. our mayor and police commissioner are the same person.
0: Oh, really? Like And so, you know, there were some scuffles that did happen. How did you characterize the, you know, I guess injury rate? Or, or what was yeah. the damage? We have so a broken
7: right. arm. We have tons of people that are bloody and getting their face beat I've seen like so much excessive force today. Like literally, somebody was on the ground not moving and just multiple punches to the face. This is why we need a better police contract so these people will be accountable for the actions that they do like that. Um, but the altercations, we are entirely peaceful at all times. Um, and sometimes shit stuff pops off when uh, they're you know pushing on us and stuff, and then somebody gets took and arrested. But we're uh, complying with all lawful orders, and we are entirely peaceful. And we're just here to exercise our First Amendment right. It
0: sounds like you might be losing your voice a little bit. even screaming yeah, a lot. Yeah, i mean, How I've does been that screaming feel? a lot.
7: Yeah, I'm used to it.
0: What does it feel like to be a leader in this kind of society? situation? Um,
7: I was really emotional earlier because I literally was watching women get their face beat in and you know I'm, what's running through my mind is could I have done something differently I feel responsible for these people um, but at the same time um, we started with only about 50 people once the community started seeing what the police doing now we have I mean I can't characterize it but at least hundreds um, and so I think that speaks to the power of our community and I, I'm, I'm really inspired by that um, but at the same time I'm, I'm really disappointed in our police department and our mayor.
0: Considering we're in the middle of an election cycle and I see a lot of people wearing different shirts I see, uh, and obviously, we're, there's a lot of question going on about the identi- our identity or the identity here um, where we're headed. What do you think this protest says about you know, where this city and even the country is, is kind of headed? Yeah, here's the
7: I think what's so beautiful about this is we have libertarians that are out here with us. We have anarchists. We have communists. We have socialists. We have liberals. We have progressives. We have republicans because everybody can agree that you don't want the police beating on citizens for no reason. (laughs) See, and I mean, I think that any reasonable person can decide that it's not okay for police to be beating on peaceful protesters. The First Amendment applies to everybody no matter who you are. And I think that's what's so great about this issue um, is that the whole community can rally around power to the people, you know? And, uh, and you know we're sick of the corruption on all levels, um, and, and uh, especially in our city level, and everybody deserves the right to do this. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter and you want to have a Trump protest. I don't care if you're a Hillary supporter. I don't like either of those people. If you want to do that, you have the right to do that without being beaten by the police.
0: So what's the next step?
7: The next step is we're going to stay out here all night and possibly for a lot longer, um, and we're also filing a lot of lawsuits um, for not only the injuries, but to try and avoid that contract because they violated many of the public meeting rules and also our First Amendment right. Um, They exercised a a prior restraint on our exercise of free speech, um, which is unconstitutional.
0: That was Gregory McKelvey, 23-year-old spokesperson for Don't Shoot Portland. I gotta say, I'm sure some of those arrests were more than justified. I'm sure there was some bad blood over the course of days, months, possibly even years. But it was equally as inspiring as it was disturbing to be in that situation, to be face-to-face with full-ride gear cops. And uh, one thing does stick out to me, and that is, you know, one of the arrests I did witness where a guy with a mohawk, a pink mohawk, you reminded me of like a juggalo friend of mine who I knew from Toronto, kind of a total you know, a total a-hole of a hole of the dude is how I remember this guy. So I'm sure there was some something there that warranted him being arrested. But the actual moment of arrest was a bit ridiculous. There was like multiple vans that swooped in full of six at least six police hanging off the vans in full ride gear, pointing at the protester and and he, he, he didn't do anything, um, to, to to warrant in that particular moment, anyways, to warrant this kind of a, a swoop in and you know a, and takedown sort of action. Um, perhaps there was something previous. Perhaps there were threats. I can't say. But in that exact moment, it was sort of a wave, He knew he was going to get taken down, and and he did. Um, it was just it just seemed a bit. It did just from my standpoint that specific instance just seemed a bit ridiculous and I did post a picture on uh, on the social media there for the the frequency horizon where you can actually see the moment where they're pointing at each other and um, that's going to stick with me I think for a long time and it represents where Portland is where the states are at and it was something I wouldn't have seen without going there so I'm glad I did go glad I was able to bring that back to you but I I think it's about time to, to once again Get a little bit of a game changer here on the the Frequency Horizon show. We need to move into a little more electronic music, but before we leave this issue, let's play Thievery Corporation Amerimaca. Here's a couple of the lines for us. The land of the free,
10: built on slavery,
0: consciousness, captivity. captivity promised land is the liar's den, The culture of greed is back Portland, I went to a side street coffee shop and watched as beans were roasted in front of my eyes. You've seen the roasting process this close up, right? What do they actually call this part of it? You know? One part? The, the part you're doing right now is oh, really? moments yeah, I later, I was invited to communal dinner. Oh, okay. Cheers, Kyra getting an Ableton Live lesson from a very talented electronic music producer. So that's like, that's a, they come in in like a lighter color, don't they? They start out like a lighter color, don't they? Oh, it's almost green. Green coffee. <laughs> green coffee, yeah. Um, how long have you been doing this? Jesse Jade was in the middle of tinkering with a song called Oceanico, wasn't afraid to share some secrets.
11: I feel like I've reached a threshold. Where I'm like, ah, oh, nice. I'm like doing something I like. Yeah. Um, but so this is one. So you can me? watch the time up here. So this I probably only like go uh, for like four bars.
0: Jesse Jade in his home studio.
11: like moving things ever so slightly mm-hmm. frees them up from like being in solid space and just like makes the mix more fluid. So like some things I'll have be on like a really tight pan and then yeah like this I have like on a really wide pan so it's actually just like playing over here, playing over there, playing over here, playing over there. And it just kind of depends on, like, if you want something to sit in the middle of your mix or if you want something to be, like, out of the way completely. Just kind of something that I'm learning more about all the time, too. Kind of the trial and error. Mm. What, are, what are all these
0: sends? What does that do? Oh, the sends. Sends to your friends. Um, okay. OK. So it look, what it looks like oh. to me is kind of knob, it looks like how you do, um, what's it called, um, I know what a dry-wet knob is. Yeah. So it's basically how much the effect affects it. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So, this is kind a good example. So we have this,
11: these chords, um, and this end, C, which is C, is this reverb. It's a wide ambience reverb, so you can actually hear it. This is like everything that's coming through that send track, so I can I can like put more reverb on that sound, and that's just putting more of this reverb on that sound. So you're basically just like sending that sound through this track and then to the master, and this is controlling how much.
0: That's usually an effect.
11: That it's to a scientific center. I've only done it with audio effects. Okay. I think you can do it with.
0: so what's your name and
1: where are we right now my name's Keenan and we're in Portland
0: Oregon we're looking out over a backyard with a like a, a rope hanging from a tree And some rain falling yeah very Portland kind of scenario I'd say mm-hmm and eating some healthy fruit yep. yeah it's an amazing day out here uh, I was just actually wondering you know, you, you took the time to put together some music that I'm going to play on the Frequency Horizon Radio Show. What was it that you passed along, and why did you make those selections? Um, I gave you my most recent EP, which was kind of my
1: my beginning into the music world, and then a couple of my most recent songs that have come after that. And uh, I think those I think it's five songs show a pretty good uh pretty good s- representation of kind of the sound that i've been honing in on recently um
0: do you think it's a yeah. west coast sound would you say or do you look at it that way as you live here or i'd say it's subconsciously
1: inspired by the west coast for sure
0: yeah have you had a yeah. chance to play it out at all any of these songs
1: yeah shambhala was the most recent big show, and then a couple others in California. Oh, cool! Yeah.
0: How did you think it went over? It went well. Super nice. good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Any anything you're looking forward to as you kind of venture into the the music world with this first EP? Um,
1: looking forward to learn learning a lot more and continuing to explore different styles and sounds and put out my next EP, which is currently in the works.
0: Jesse Jade and Keenan Branch for letting me into their musical world as I passed through Portland. The last thing they did was give me some tips to where to check out the ocean along the coast. Before I left town, I had to do some quality vintage shopping, and I met a girl named Audrey. Shopping for records with another girl who had a story she told me about Usher, yes that Usher, the Usher with a record in front of her eyes priced around the $40 mark believe it or not, Usher was a bad tipper. It's been raining all day and it's only getting more intense. Time to leave Portland behind and head to the coast for some gnarly wave action.
10: When I got there,
0: it was a pretty intense scene. I knew I wouldn't be doing any surfing. One little girl looked at the ocean and said, that looks like a good way to die. So I, I literally just witnessed a car accident in front of me. Uh, in fact, a semi was flashing his lights as me as I was coming down the hill. The semi was coming up. Uh, I'm not sure how the semi made it past this tree that was in the middle of the road. It's kind of messed up, Uh, he barely, I don't know, he must have plowed through it, or maybe turned around somehow, or honestly, I I, I don't know, because this tree, there was no way I was going to get through it with my car, that's for sure. Uh, And then I turned around, and suddenly, the next car, I tried flashing my lights, but it was too late, this car stopped, and the one behind it rear-ended it. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty fortunate feeling like there's no way I'm taking the Coast Highway home tonight. So, yeah, back to Portland I go. I saw an exploding power line, had to dodge trees, and thought I might get into another car accident on the way back to Portland, but I made it. I met a girl who's learning how to be a trapeze artist, who has great song recommendations. But I want to play for you now, including a song from the We Got This Group, which is a Portland-based collective that put out really interesting artistic productions. Interesting enough, you also do the librarian, who I met at the house of M. Ash, who produced the guest next for the Frequency Horizon? Here's Chase Manhattan with Poolside. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is.